the Luke and Pete Show. I am Pete Donaldson and it is a Monday. Luke Moore, Monday the 9th of October. How have you been? Good weekend? Staying in, out of trouble? You all right? Feeling I'm very good? well, thank you, mate. Can't complain Strong? at all. Yeah? Okie dokie. Look, I can't, I can't complain when I sit here looking at you, mm. talking crap with me old pal thinking everything's right with the world now it's fine everything's fine yeah i yeah. um i you are now um uh, you, you're now quite lucky actually because you're actually talking to someone who is qualified uh, a qualified first aider uh, luke so if you get anything if you chalk if you um bleed i will be there for you if well, you are recording stu- this remotely so you can there's nothing you can do within five hours i could be up there to give you heart <laughs> compressions <laughs> Like the, the like the plus forty four song, um, that terrible Blink one eighty two one eighty two um, side project along with Boxcar Racer and all the rest. Um, I'll be there when your heart stops beating, and I will Thanks, be mate. there to break your ribs as much as I can. Terrifying, <laughs> absolutely a terrifying. What I find about like courses, um, we got basically I, I had this course um to, to teach me how to um stop people from um turning in and uh the thing about these courses is there's there's little information spread over a lot of time if you know what i yeah. mean yeah it's, like, it's, it's designed for very low speed people normally i find yeah and and that sounds rude but it's not rude when you gotta sit through it you know what I mean? four hours for three nights to teach us a few ac- acronyms and a couple of, you know, piss about with a doll for a bit. It just seems like this could be done quicker. Not for, like, because I know what I'm doing, just that I, I just need to write down the things that I need to write down so the test at the end I can get, get, get through. It just seems like there's a lot of... And and I would say the in, in the same way that um, Michael Scott from the US office uh, found it very problematic that... Um, a man uh, would have to come into the office and and basically perform a uh, a, 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 um, a sort of TED talk on uh, like not being racist or not doing this or not doing that, and he feels like he's not really the best person to do it because he's not a performer. Um, these people aren't necessarily always performers, if you know what I mean. No, but it's great when you get one that is. Yeah, but if you get one, it is. If you get one that is, the the courses last longer. <laughs> Because they're That's doing true. their little jokes, they're yeah, doing the yeah, little yeah. jokes, so and no sword. joke, no joke is worth four four hours in the evening for me. Clive. No, I agree. So I think I've got a couple of thoughts on this. One is that mm. um, it fascinates me to think of you having to do this because you're the last person that I can think of that yeah. would get anything out of it. Because you don't Having like being sit sat in the still. same place. No, I don't. And uh, yeah, I find it. Uh, yeah, yeah, but you don't. You do like sitting in the same place. But you're a bit of a fidgeter. Yeah, I don't I am, like yeah. sitting in the place. You're a bit of a fidgeter. But I'm not necessarily so much of a fidgeter. But I would just like to do one big leave rather than a lot of little fidgets. What would be ideal for you <laughs> is if they could do the first aid course. Say it's four hours per time on the go. No, they could do like <laughs> half an hour of spots in. Eight different um, locations. Eight different locations. Yeah, make it like <laughs> yeah. a little, make it like a little uh, experience, like one of those um, uh, interactive theatre exhibits. Like, take yeah. me to a warehouse and just I'll just explore, and then you tell me the uh, Doctor ABC. Um, could they danger. do it? In that, could they do it in that abandoned nuclear power station? You like? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> you just gonna cut around that. Yeah, and, I was speaking, I, speaking I of think, that. Yeah, that um, you seen that big sphere in Las Vegas. Oh, it's, it's, you know what? I just want to watch something there when it's still 
um, working. Because you know for a fact, whenever you go, whenever you, there's something like that, there's always like three or four dead pixels on it. You know what I mean? There's always black spots. I just want to go there and I want to see something when it's still working. Because about a month in, the b- little panels and pixels here and the hither and thither will start to break down and the the whole uh, experience will be spoiled for me. So I just want to see it before it fucks up. I think you'll be... Sp- if you were there now and yeah. watching something there, you would spend the entire two hours looking for a dead pixel. Yes, I would, yeah. There must be one. There just has to be one. There just has to be one. It's incredible. Do you know what? I'll say something about this. I don't know anything about it other than the fact that it's just been all over my social media feed. Yeah. I would say this. It's the first thing I've seen in absolutely ages where I've looked at it and gone, I don't even fucking know what that is. But it looks amazing. <laughs> what the fuck is happening? Like, I, well, I didn't even know a sphere had been built. Yeah. It's like, it's, 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 um, it's absolutely Amazing. And then and I put the sound on, so it was you too. I was fucking fuming. <laughs> well, it costs so much money, and I just can't believe it. Like, A, it costs so much money, and B, no one talked about it until it actually arrived. It's like it just got installed. Like, it just came down from heaven, and it's just, and it's oh, just, so now no it's just a big s- smiley face on it. So no one knew about it? Why did I, you, you know I like all this shit. Why did yeah. I not find about about it before it was, before it, uh, it it became visible from fucking everywhere? It's amazing. So, so it cost um, $2.3 billion, took five years to make, and can yeah. hold almost 20,000 people. And it does look just absolutely unbelievable. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it, it, I mean it's, it, you're right, though. It is annoying that you two were the first one. <laughs> to have a crack but that's at a, it, but... it's massively you two to do that though isn't it yeah it's yeah, like I it's know. basically like it's similar same it's the same energy as putting your album on a fucking iphone that everyone has to have <laughs> which i reckon so... did more harm than good yeah it looks so amazing i just i just want to see something there and and there's very few reasons i'd ever want to bloody go to uh uh to to, to vegas for any reason because it is a shit all but i would happily roll into town just to watch even i'd even watch you two i'd watch a, a song and a half of uh well, i think they've got a new song called atomic city which is the most you two song title i've ever heard in my life so I think, to be fair to them, they are doing, it's like 25 nights, isn't it? And they're doing, right. Act, I think they're doing Act Tongue Baby. Okay, which fair. Is like, which is I'll, actually yeah. decent. Yeah, okay, um, fair. Obviously from um, from the early 90s. Uh, to me, my, I mean, look, let's not, let's not get too deep into this because it is, let's be honest, fucking boring. Yeah. But my favourite U2 era is probably the kind of mid to late 90s, like that pop kind of era. But just before that, Act Tongue Baby has at least got some fucking decent songs. Yeah. And if you can get past the fact that they're the biggest cringe fucking bunch of people in the world um <laughs> then um it'll be good but visually it's going to be fucking spectacular I, I've, i dread to think how much tickets are for it i dread to think how much energy it takes to uh to, to, to power the bloody thing but yeah I, yeah can you imagine they'll have like sliding scale tickets and stuff and they'll be like three grand to get in there and twenty thousand people i mean they're not stupid are they so the cheapest ticket currently available is mm. looks like 500 euros Right, okay. I mean, it looks like there's a lot of... Uh, to be fair, I think I, I guess there's a lot of... Uh, like, the, the viewing distances are pretty good. I reckon you can probably... Um, oh, I mate, it'd be amazing. See. Yeah. Brilliant. Love I don't it. really want to hear anything from their triptych collection of the last three albums, Songs of Innocence, <laughs> Songs of Experience, and Songs of Surrender. <laughs> no, are we pissed off listeners? Because you two are really popular, aren't they? Do you reckon the listeners are fucking going to be switched off by this? 
I think um, it wasn't um, the in the in the film um, Taken. Weren't the young lasses off to see you two around Europe? <clears throat> and that's how they got found in. That's how they got um, kidnapped. I haven't seen it. They were, so um, who's the man who, who's who's um, um, he's Mister Angry Pants, isn't he? Sort of Liam um, Leeson. Liam Leeson. No, Liam, Liam Leeson. Leeson. <laughs> It just sounds like you're uh, pronouncing Neve incorrectly. Uh, Neam Leeson, uh, he uh, he like he he basically allows his daughter to, with her friend to go around Europe following you too. And this like they're sort of working out right. This no film was angry. released. In, <laughs> this film was released in like 2000 or something. There's no way some 15, 16 year old girls are going to follow you too around you. Have you seen what um, Neam Leeson uh, looks like now? I've just sent uh, you a picture in the WhatsApp group. All right, let me have a look. He um, looks a very oh, don't, don't, it's hard, quite hard to describe what he looks like now. Don't make me look in the WhatsApp group. I was trying to avoid it, someone noticing I was online. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, oh God, he looks full on Wild West uh, um, sheriff, eh? It's it's amazing. How old is he now? He must be cracking on for mid sixties, surely. Um, his uh, his hair, I like. I I, don't, I never understand why men of Hollywood think that just having brown hair into their 70s is acceptable. He's 71. And just, 71. And he's got yeah. completely brown... Not a single bit of white hair on his person. And he's having... Yeah. And he's, he's pretending that that's his face. No, I'm I, not I agree. I think, I think... um I think that... um Yeah, I mean, he's obviously got a history of saying some quite problematic things as well. Uh, but mm. um, how do we get talking about him? Oh, because in the, in the fucking plot of the film Taken, his daughter yeah. travelling around Europe watching you. I didn't even know that was the premise. I've not seen it. Although it came out in 2008, not 2000, by the way. Oh, okay. All right, fair. All right, that's, that's absolutely fine. Yeah. I'll, I'll take that on the chin. Very, very strange. Um <laughs> Anyway, Peter, so um, you haven't have a chance to watch Encounters yet, but we'll keep an eye on that um, mm. for, for perhaps next time. One mm. of the stories that took my um, that took my fancy over the last few days mm. is that, um, and it's kind of um, underpinned by the climate crisis because it, apparently it's been caused by heat waves and wildfires and flooding and stuff like that. Yeah. But did you see that story that came out um, that um, a herd of sheep in Greece... Um, ended up eating a hundred kilograms of cannabis. A hundred kilograms <laughs> between them. What's that? I, I hope think. so. I fucking hope You'd so. You hope so, and yeah, yeah. Bit so of temperance, it, it, lads. Bit of temperance. So you know, one thing about sheep is they can get anywhere, right? So they, you mm. think they're pretty easy to to kind of rein in. They're not at all. They can get anywhere, and and a load of these sheep um, smashed into a greenhouse, right? That was there, I think, by the government producing like medicinal cannabis. Yeah. So it wasn't like an illegal kind of plant or anything, <laughs> and. Um, and they, had, by the time someone realised they'd eaten a hundred kilograms of it, and I would just love to know what that lamb tastes like, what that mutton tastes like. Oh, what do you reckon it'd be like? Um, yeah, like a gummy. <laughs> Could be stuck it on the bones would be like eating like loads of those gummies you can buy. I don't know what the, phys- <laughs> the kind of physiology of it would be, whether it would kind of manifest mm. itself in that way. I'm not really sure. No, I, I reckon you would. Uh, yeah, you'd definitely feel something, wouldn't you? Or did, I, I, I never know. Like, I'm fairly certain if you eat weed, I'm, I'm fairly certain that it's not. I think you have to sweat it out. You got to like oh, it's heat much it up worse. And sw- it's no, much you, worse. 
but you have to prepare that weed to put it in food if you know what I mean yeah, if you of eat course. it you're yeah, going to have yeah, yeah. terrible effects obviously but I think if you uh, I, I think to make uh, to make anything with it I think you've got you've got to put on like a you've got to sweat out the cannabinoids or whatever the fuck it is it's all just yeah. very complicated isn't it it's all I, I, just I only know about this because um, Rory told me producer Rory told me yeah I mean, I've never done it like that myself. Obviously. He's not listening. He's gone. <laughs> He's right. Um, so, and, and Pete, and I, so I really want to mention that because that really took my fancy. But the other thing I want to talk about is that, um, mm. so when you and I were discussing small talk on the last couple of shows, yeah, um, that really kind of resonated with um, with our listeners. And I've had right. quite a few DMs on the old Insta because I've, right. I've actually started sharing stuff on the Insta now. Um of um of people asking how you're getting on with your small talk mission because people mm. were concerned that you're not perhaps as good as it good at it as you should be. Um, is it going any, I, any kind of encounters recently? Because last time you ended up talking to some stranger about your dog's nuts. Um, I had to um as part of the um first aid thing. I had to um obviously a lot of the time was spent like lying down while people demonstrated you know checking your heart and you know making sure you respiration is is up to up to scratch and um so like touching a complete stranger's stomach just to check for um blood pooling in the stomach um were, i mean it's quite intense for me to be just manhandling a bloke who's lying on the floor so you're not even in, doing that with a doll you're doing that with a person doing that with a person oh, that, what's um, the small talk like right there well Madness that's I mean, it's just no, really no. intense isn't it so i'm just because uh, obviously with stuff like that you got to, um you have consent when they're awake and if they're obviously passed out you have implied consent that you would probably they would probably want you to probably do chest compressions if, if they weren't breathing or they didn't you know their, their blood their, their heart wasn't working and they that implied consent would say it would state that you probably have the consent to, to do that I mean if it was you doing it to me I'd rather be unconscious <laughs> I don't want to see that face pumping up and down um, but um, but so I'm so I'm having to talk all the time saying I'm just going to Check your arms. <laughs> just kidding. Pull on your legs a bit. Can you wiggle your toes? All this stuff, and it's just really. So it's, it's not like, different. Not much different like, to what you say when you see someone in the street, then, though. No? <laughs> wiggle your toes. <laughs> um, just yeah, it's just stuff like that, really. So uh, yeah, I, I had an experience actually got um, last week where um, I had three or four kind of um, social appointments, Vicar of Dibley style, and I went to loads of them, and I did fifty fifty um, minutes of top class small talk good for um, you which say again good for me I did 50% it was like speed dating but with small talk and then got on my line bike scooted a lot across town did 50, 50 minutes more and then did 50 minutes at the end and so it was like a really and, and I got home from it and I was like that was a good night I didn't overstay my welcome 50 minutes I think is the is the prime time slide in sink a couple of beers do some small talk and then F off it's that's basically perfect. every night out with you <laughs> so the results are back in because I know for a fact that it was with the sports horn lads. That was no, it wasn't. But no, oh. that was that was. Uh, well, I'm not including them in small talk. I can. I've I've got past the permafrost of that one. But there was you know there was a couple of others <laughs> there. They're, they've got past that. And what were the so results? But what do other people think? I'm not. I don't think it's down to you to be able to decide whether it was good or not. Oh is it? yeah, but I mean, it's, I mean, they'll enjoy what they enjoy. <laughs> They're going to endure me whatever, aren't they? I've got. I'm. I just don't like small talk. But I enjoyed the small talk that I enjoyed on those evenings. And what kind of things did you open with? Um, Weather. 
Weather, yeah. I, I mean, you know me, I, I get sexual quite early. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's mainly just sexual jokes, really, isn't it? Yeah, so, that's uh, the problem, yeah. isn't it? These that days. is the problem. That is the problem. These days, you can't, the problem. <laughs> you can't be doing that. You can't be doing that. You can't be doing that. I'm pleased that, I'm pleased that you feel like you got over mm. a hump. So, will you feel confident, like, next time you're taking the dog out for a walk and you bump into someone? Because dog people always like to talk to each other, don't they? Yeah, well, one, one of the one of the dogs, Lola, she um, uh, she went for a dog um, last week, and uh, oh, really? Had, That's had, sad. Had, uh, well, she she got bitten when she was little, so she's just a nervous nervous wreck, really. Um, but she uh, so I had sort of sort of deal with talking to a man about. She didn't hurt, didn't hurt the dog or anything, but um, I talked to her. Lift up your dog right now! Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> Which you don't want to hear. You don't want to hear no. as a terrier tears after the after your uh, loved one. Um, but um, ev- everything was fine. But uh, yeah, you just got to be a bit careful, I think, because just you know terriers be terroring. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, be careful, won't you? And yeah. if, you, if you need to ice break, bully you know, XL. You... <laughs> I'm going to get a bully XL. <laughs> what happened? I mean, sadly, like this is a sad question to ask, but I presume if you get found to have one of those, you're just going to have it taken off you. It's going to be killed, is it? I just thought that you weren't allowed to breed them anymore. I, I, I don't think they're talking about killing dogs. I mean, that would, that would be mad, wouldn't it? I, I, I don't, I'm not, I don't, I've never really no, owned I think, dog, I think so I they're, I think they're just saying. I think they're just saying, right, you've got one, enjoy it. But we're not making any more of them because that's mental. Because that they're literally... And, and people are sort of talking about it like dogs haven't dog breeds haven't been made up over time you know what i mean like you're always going to go down a cul-de-sac and go this was a bad idea let's reverse do some reversing and go down another thing but you you like you said it was like it's like uh it was designed to get around a, a an already in place um restriction anyway so you know we're not fucking stupid uh, we are we are we are unless we break people we come back we'll go no. we'll do some emails if you like all right then we're back at the Luke and Pete Show, and we've got some emails from you guys. If you'd like to say hello, hello at LukeandPeteShow.com. Uh, would you like to say hello to um, the, uh, the, the, the previously emailer? No. Let's have another go at that one. I'm reversing out. Beep, beep, beep. Um, the previously email. I've done it again. The, the man who emailed previously, the Danish politician... Soren Sloth. Love it. I've got his. Uh, I've got his uh, website up right now. Handsome yep. Scandinavian-looking fella. Handsome Scandi man. Yeah. Um, I'm the Scandi man. Um, Soren Sloth. Um, hi, look at Pete. Having failed several times to enter the hallowed halls of battery connoisseurs, I was very enthusiastic to hear the beginnings of a tallest listener contest. I am two meters and four centimeters. Good, isn't it? That's tall. Um, that's six feet. Eight. Six foot eight. Six foot eight, the quoted height of Hollywood Hulk Hogan. <laughs> Fucking hell. How tall is he in real life, though? He's probably um, six, three, six, four, yeah. something like that. But yeah. all, wrestlers, all wrestlers have their height and weight kind of beast up, don't they? Yeah, massively. I'd be, yeah. I'd be a six footer very easily. Oh, fucking Every, hell. Everyone's, everyone's six foot, apart from like your your luchadors and your rare mysterios of this world, of this yeah. world. So, uh, yeah. so six foot eight is the opening bid from Soren Sloth, our friend and uh, confidant. If you're mm. out there and Let's you do can it. do better, I mean, if someone called Vincent's email in saying, "I've been listening since the start. I'm seven foot six, but I'll not provide photographic evidence." I don't believe that. <laughs> so that's not being regarded. We're not accepting that one. The, the current <laughs> official tallest listener. Uh, is uh, Soren Sloth, who is six foot eight tall. Mm. If you can beat that, uh, I, I kind of admit that Soren hasn't actually sent in photographic evidence either, which we'd like him to follow up with. Mm. We are going to need you holding the day's paper 
with a tape measure someone else is holding, hopefully, on, presumably and preferably on some kind of stepladder. Uh, and we would, we would accept it on those, but on that basis. But for now, a starter for 10, Soren Sloth is, uh, is the tallest, uh, official tallest listener of the Luke and Pete show. And he can put that in all his bios if he wants. Mm. Uh, I don't think it's going to help him beca- run for public office having that in his bio, but it's up to him. <laughs> Well, I'm seeing like um, him. Uh, I'm, I'm on his Facebook um, fan page, and um, he is standing next to a, a woman who's got a big flag, and he's nearly as tall as the flag, Luke. So, well how do you find this Facebook fan page? That's crazy. I just can. There's a there's a there's a guy who's like a legal guy who looks like the man who um, interested me in a shoehorn in Sweden one time. But he, <laughs> um, Soren is, um, Soren is in. Uh, yeah, he's, he, he's on Facebook. You just find it. You just find stuff. Yeah. Mm. Soren Sloth so you're saying that he is um, tall you accept that he is a very tall man yeah I'm checking that so he's not provided um, 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 a picture so yeah I think he is quite tall actually yes okay all right. Uh, and then what about this for an email uh, from Martin hello Luke and Pete just listening to your Instagram questions episode and I heard your question about what's the most you've ever eaten my first birthday after I started going out with my then girlfriend and now wife, we went to TGI Fridays. Right. I basically ordered everything. <laughs> Loaded potato skins, garlic bread, some ridiculous burger that had mozzarella sticks on it and a milkshake. I then mm. had a dessert, possibly a cheesecake, but I can't remember as my memory gets a bit sketchy at that point. My girlfriend went to the toilet and when she came back, I was pretty much green. Now, I'm a teetotaler, and she most definitely isn't. She had a couple-ish, and I told her she was going to have to drive as I had no chance to concentrate on the road and needed to get home quick. I haven't learnt my lesson 14 years later, and she will always give me a warning about that night at TGI's if she thinks there's a chance of a little overeating. Keep up the good work, Martin. Good stuff. Well, is that... I mean, mozzarella sticks, ridiculous burger that had... I mean... Yeah, I mean, TGI Fridays, they, they cater to a certain um, person who wants quite a lot of food, I would say. Snob. But they, but it's expensive. But it's expensive. So, well done, Martin. <laughs> What's the most you have eaten? 14, yeah, that night. Uh, and it, it's good that even 14 years later, that um, big old dinner, big old dinner has resonated so hard that um, you, you can't be trusted uh, to not order as many as the time you did at TGI Fridays. So, well done. Well done. I, I mean... It doesn't seem like that much, though. That's what Lots I'm thinking. Skins, garlic bread, and a ridiculous It depends burger. how much of it, though. I mean, if, you, if you're doing four mm. loaded potato skins, and it's yeah. a whole garlic bread, yeah. and the TGI Friday's kind of, kind of like, you know, gimmicky burger, which is going to be mm. big, mozzarella yeah. sticks, a milkshake is a killer because that's a really dense fucking thing, and then you're having a dessert. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty bad. It's That's probably your weak calories yeah. in one fucking it's the, go. <laughs> it's the milk. The milkshake probably did it. To be honest, I had yesterday. I had um, two separate um, <clears throat> takeaway um, sandwiches from like uh, you know a, an off lace a, a, a garage. I had two garage lunches, um, and I had uh, a, 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 a a latte and a Twix and a bag of crisps twice in a day, and <laughs> I think I'm still under. T- 2,500 calories. Did you do it in the same shop? Uh, yes, I did. So the person <laughs> the working in, there on shift on the probably thought in. they were a fucking time traveling or something. On the year 13, on the way out and then back again. Bloody um, hell. Just the usual. You're the only person who's walked Just into the... a garage and gone, the usual, please. <laughs> That's funny. The usual. I, um, um, what about this email from Alexandra who says, uh, just an idea while I was at work and I had to say, Luke, and you, you and the neighbour who's also in on taking these cones away. Yeah. 
you guys need to start stashing them all until you have a large yeah. enough amount where you can collectively dump all of them on the neighbor's front garden at night and make sure to see a reaction come morning. Uh, yeah. Thanks for the hours of entertainment, Alexandra. A big tower of corns on uh, on, on. I on like that, lawn. Alexandra, because you've basically taken that and made it sinister. <laughs> it and is sinister. Get off that woman's corns for crying out loud. I think if she puts them in the road, that's a public place I can take them. Do you reckon? Do you reckon that, like, because I mean, to do that is you got to be a bit of a sociopath, in my opinion. Um, and, and and I do not mince my words on this. Um, you've got to be weird. Do you think a few more? If if you don't put the corns, take the corns away from the front of our house, you're gonna have a sycamore tree getting felled in the middle of uh, in the middle no, of a, um, a mountain that. range. Do you, do you do you think that's gonna? Do you think that's gonna be because because this guy's like the new cat bin lady, like a, a, a crime yeah. that will shock the nation. Um, I don't, I don't like. Have we heard anything about the tree? Can we like sort of nail it back together? You can't fix. Think, that's the best you? you can't do that. I mean, there, there'll be Why another one that will grow probably. Well, the sycamore will, will, bloody f- right. A sycamore tree will grow again because they because obviously they they drop a load of seeds and stuff. But yeah. that's the thing, isn't it? So I find that stuff really interesting as a phenomenon as well because there's loads of shit happening all the time in the country. Yeah. People can't yeah. pay their fucking bills. I just read this morning the biggest killer of um, of people now for the first time isn't smoking; it's right. poor housing, right? Right, yeah. So we're basically right. living in like a fucking, you know, Victorian throwback nightmare where mm. no one can get anything done. People can't get a roof over their heads. They can't get treatment. Yeah, all this fucking shit, right? Mm. And we're we're kind of deadened and kind of dulled to that. Mm. And then someone comes along and does something which actually, and I'm not fucking. And look, let me finish the point before I fucking get get handled out of town. Which, in the grand scheme of things. It's just a tree, right? It's just a tree. Yeah. It's just a tree. And I'm not saying it's a good thing. It's a terrible thing. And so part of me wants to go, let's get some perspective here. It's just a tree. But mm. on an emotional level, I also feel really strongly about it, even though I try yeah. and consider myself to be quite intelligent and like above this kind of stuff whenever I can be, because I think that like, you know, it doesn't pay to be part of the mob, right? It's not a great place to be. But emotionally, yeah. I was really fucking pissed off that happened. Yeah. I mean, pound for pound... Vandalism wise, it's a banger though, isn't it? <laughs> like, it's, like, it's very impactful. What, it's two minutes work and you will not be able to be employed for the rest of your life. Like, it's <laughs> brilliant. I would have I would have negotiated with him and compromised. So could you just spray a pack of cock and balls on it? Yeah, exactly, yeah. Cause cause what you've done is atrocious. It's so bad. <laughs> But it's so. But there will be people. It's so Jebediah Springfield's head, though, isn't it? It's so like. It's so like old school. It's so good on those things, Pete. You say kids aren't into the outdoorsy life. (laughs) (laughs) There will be people in conservative clubs, mostly in the places like Kent and Surrey, genuinely and sincerely asking for the death penalty. (laughs) Yes, they will. Won't they? Yeah. Because people people forget themselves about this kind of stuff. They fucking go mad for it. So yeah. I knew Wild. it would grow. It'll all be fine in the end. It's a terrible thing mm. for a beautiful piece of nature. And I'm not, I obviously think it's, a, I genuinely think it's an appalling thing. But it's just kind of strange how, and this is a cliche thing to say, but it remains the case. And some cliches are cliches because they're true. There will be more coverage of that than there will be about, you know, the flooding and deaths of tens of thousands of people in Libya and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, yeah. it's, it's kind of yeah. insane how are um priorities are topsy-turvy exactly just confused just very confused very confused anyway peter (sighs) on that delicate note 
Um, on that delicate, probably, good versus evil kind of we like wrap up. It, it, it works that story because it's so simple. I think, Take, and there's a there's an aggressor, there's a victim, um, and there's a, a sadness in our soul. A yeah, helpless helps. tree victim. Um, and I wonder if that's going to be the thing because wasn't that just by Hadrian's Wall? Yeah, I wonder if that's yeah. the thing that finally tips Scotland over the edge and off they go. <laughs> Off they go, into the moonlight, yeah. Um, take us out I've of it, Peter. Said. All right, then. Um, uh, yeah, uh, referendum now. Uh, we'll be back <laughs> on uh, Thursday for Battery Brand. If you want to get in touch <clears throat> with us, your hello at lukepeachshaw.com. Uh, and we'll be back on, on Thursday. Say goodbye, Lukey Mo. Oh, say we'll be back on Thursday again. Fucking hell. Slickly dumpy. We'll be back on Thursday. You say it now. All right, I you want say... people to follow us on Instagram. There's some good All stuff right. on there. Do that, then. All right, then. Fine. You're I can't like, remember what it is. <laughs> <laughs> at Luke and Pete Show. See you next time. <laughs> I'm doing if you're doing some uh, live first aid on there. <laughs> that would be brilliant. I'd love that. I'd love that. Ta-ta. Luke and Pete Show is a Stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network.